0: Hey, 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 what's up, lad familiar? You crazy football loving nutters. This is Ray Hudson, and you are luxuriating in listening to the Inter Miami podcast with a stupefyingly magnificent Jay and Alex. Two lads who are as electrifying as a hairdryer thrown into a hot tub. Stay tuned, because you know what it's going to be it's going to be magisterial with an amplifier.
1: way to go is up it's up let's see it's the only way to go i like i guess the the losses are starting to to not really even hurt as much because we know that our boy Messi's coming here i mean it still feels feels like a dream but man play still brutal still brutal out
0: there i mean it's very clear to me you've never ridden the tower of terror at disney because clearly you think you're going up and then you drop down really quickly <laughs> and then they take you a little bit up and then they drop you all the way back down. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, not, it's not, not great. in,
1: not in 20 something years, probably. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that, that, that is fair, but I, no, think I was terrified as a, as a kid on the, the tower of terror. Well, try being my size at like 13, 14, and then <laughs> trying to be like stuffed into that thing. I was not all about it. Um, yeah, no, but like I said, not great. Uh, the wheels came off. It wasn't. A good first look for any prospective inter miami fan. Um But hey, welcome to our world. Not everything's rainbows and sunshine over here. So I just love seeing other yeah. people
1: like melt down on Twitter, like Messi picked this team over Barcelona. Like this team is trash. I'm just like, yep, oh, first time, huh? Like, yeah, welcome, welcome to the uh welcome to the house of pain, man. But Messi's uh, gonna save you, us all,
0: right? I bet you Laporte is looking at that going. He chose them over us. What are we doing wrong? Yep. What did we do? <laughs> we'll see,
1: man. <laughs> it's going to need to be a lot of lot of, lot of, of and friends coming in. You know, you keep hearing the term messy and friends. We can't wait to see all the friends that are coming over because we're going to need them. We're going to get into all of that. But welcome, everyone, to the Inner Miami podcast. I am Jay Kington, joined by, per usual, Mr. Than Harrington. How are you doing? What's going on in your world,
0: bud? a lot my dude you know how it goes just uh constantly staying busy keeping up with the twitter and the instagram social media non-stop madness that we've got going on the past week and uh yeah i'm ready i'm I'm getting excited you know i'm going to see going to see our boys in two weeks you're going to see them live for probably the last time all— well second to last time all year uh, before I will be able to not afford it anymore. But, hey, going to experience the good times while we have them, right?
1: Yep, yep. Well, hey, like, yeah, that's a good point, right? Because about to get the uh, the Nations League break, so Inter-Miami can't hurt our feelings for, for about two weeks, basically. So can't lose if we don't play. Therefore, we're about to go on a, uh, well, a two-week home beating streak in my mind. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how – you got to look for the positives, man, uh, especially coming off a brutal, brutal 3-1 defeat against the New England Revolution in Foxborough on that godforsaken turf field that has claimed the legs of yet another Inter-Miami player. Where where do we start here, buddy?
0: Well, do we want to get into the turf field thing real quick? Or you, you want, want to, to do that, that first? We can do that I first. I do, because I feel some type of way. I know I'm not the only one. Um, I know I, I rip on Coco a little bit. He, We called him the fashionista last year. Like They just took him out of the closet long enough to do the photo shoot for the team store. And then put him back into the closet and say, all right, we'll come get you another five months. But I genuinely, like, my heart broke yesterday. Because you could hear the audible just... Scream! He knew immediately. He knew the trainers knew as soon as they got over to him, and it was is very similar to Chicharito. Uh, what was it last week, where he went down mid mid run of play in the attack and just crumpled to the ground? We have to do better by our teams. We have to do better by our players. We have to do better. First and foremost for both of those two. And then for third, the fans, right? The fans pay to see the best players. If we're not protecting the best players and the teams, then we cannot provide a quality product. Turf fields, in my mind, they have to go. If you ever played on one, it is a miserable experience. You always end up sore after the fact. Um, They do not provide, at least in my mind, the same cushion that a grass field would. I, I would like to see them go. I'd like to see the league push for some of these teams that do not have grass fields or even like a grass mix, per se, get different fields. I don't know. I mean, I think I do know what your thoughts are, Jay, but what do you think about the third field situation?
1: We got to do something, man. It's, um, it's just mind-blowing, right? Like NFL, American football can be played on this all day, every day. And yes, there are injuries. Yes, you still see those non-contact injuries, but there's just something there. About, I guess, consistently playing the sport. And we're talking, you know, soccer or football, football, um, playing on a grass field and then going to turf where it just, it's just a recipe for disaster. It's crazy. It's, it's certainly not the first time, it won't be the last time uh, the turf has has claimed individuals, whether it be something as, as minuscule as turf toe, which is an absolute pain in the, you know what, to get over. It's, it's, it's strange. Um, yeah. He went, he went down. It's like his, his clique got, clinched he clenched that, uh, that knee uh, immediately, immediately. And then Kai Utsumi, the awesome, awesome trainer we have, um, instantly ran out and they were doing, you know, some stress testing, trying to guess what the injury was. And he's going to go, undergo, you know, an MRI and um, obviously all the proper channels that you should go through in an injury like this. But without giving a definitive answer of what it is i mean it looks like a classic acl tear or mcl uh tear or you know sprain, some, something of that magnitude and in a world where we lose gregory in the third game of the season then shortly after lose mota uh there was no dixon arroyo in this game he was injured and now coco uh seems to be out now to be fair dixon should be back soon but coco if this is truly you know as a lot of people are suspecting an acl tear that's basically essentially three starters that are no longer going to be able to play throughout the season and we're gonna to have to rely on youngsters even more
0: don't forget franco negri was also out last night due to concussion protocol so yes it's yes. one more one more injury to add to the list yeah
1: i mean luckily right i mean not not the concussions are
0: you know they're not fun to deal with but luckily
1: that you know he will be back whether that be Probably you know after the 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 break on the uh, the 24th against the Philadelphia Union gonna be you know another tough game obviously but we're talking about three of the key players of the roster that are gone for the season essentially and it's just it's just tough man so a lot of people are like oh this team sucks why would Messi pick this team it's like yeah to be fair like I mean you could say we suck but you must really understand the the bigger picture here and we've just been decimated man you know Phil got a raw deal like these injuries don't help and now you know coach mo coach mo coming in and just another one gone and um i mean and you saw even you know dealing with the injuries that we that we already had i mean the roster that where we, we or the lineup rather that we put out you know really all young youngsters uh in the midfield you know we got ian Frey, uh ruiz Kramashi. Uh, noah allen noah allen got the start as well so we had four academy guys starting you know probably combined age of i don't know 70 something years old probably less than less than 80 years and this is what we're gonna we're gonna lean on for the remainder of the season and man i'll tell you what throughout this game you could just tell as time went on the you could see it on the face it was visible they were defeated frustrations were. Um, apparent last night even for you know the quote-unquote senior leader of the team Joseph martinez i mean you saw him you know yelling out shouting probably at the god or the devil whoever is looking up in the sky at he was getting visibly frustrated because let's be honest man the game wasn't that it's not like we got crushed like statistically we played pretty well i mean there were good spells of possession and there were good spells of attack but this team cannot get a final ball of quality out there to Joseph. It's always just off or, you know, slightly off or just very wide off. And obviously, Joseph isn't a very tall guy. So, you got to be pretty accurate with the balls because it's not like he's – he can jump, but, you know, it's not as easy for him as probably Leo Campana just, you know, getting ahead to it. So, um, you know, the – the the young kids, they're just that. They're young. They're gonna mature. So they're gonna get better at, you know, holding themselves to a more, I guess, uh, you know, professional higher standard that the the coaching and front office would wanna would wanna see. But you know, you could tell that they were passionate, which is a good thing, right? Like that the, the frustration, the, the the feet on their face because they're passionate and they care and obviously it's affecting them. But um man you know, it's it the team's not in a good place, but it is good because this year these youngins will get a lot of experience, and I think that will that will be a silver lining of something beneficial uh, in the future.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the telltale signs last night, it was towards the end of the match when Leo came on, was Joseph got the ball out to the left-hand side of the box. He darted in looking to create space, and then Leo made the exact same run and no one backfilled, so when Joseph put the ball in the middle, there's nobody there, yep. right? To some of these players, it's almost like there's a force field around the outside of the box where they are not allowed to cut in and make a move unless their name is Joseph Martinez or uh, Leo Campana or Robbie Rob or no God no not Robbie Robinson, Robbie Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um it, it it's frustrating because of all the potential talent we have right now that is just getting frustrated and not being able to show their full capabilities because not everybody's on the same page. And I I, I said yesterday in our halftime discussion and post-game discussion in the Discord channel, I said, you can't expect Noah Allen to jump right in there to a Franco Negri role because they're two completely different players. Franco can he can maraud up the field he's the one that's going to pull the shot you saw Noah last night and you know it's tough for me to say this because I love Noah I've loved Noah for years he's a great player in my mind he's going to be a great player but Noah had the exact same opportunity that Franco did to shoot that ball and Noah passed it up and I think the ball ended up getting turned over in that passage of play
1: yeah and to your point like a lot a lot of times they're crossing and no one's even in the box it's like no one's making the run and they're just kicking it up there for hope but you know Noah, there was a lot of of backwards passing as well for Noah just because no one's making those attacking runs to where you can connect. You know, It's like everyone's just kind of waiting for someone to do it all on their own, and it's it's not a winning recipe. (laughs) That's certainly not going to be great when Messi comes.
0: No, it looked similar to when you give your younger brother the controller when he finally challenges you to play some FIFA and he doesn't know what all the buttons do, Mm -hmm. and so he just starts crossing the ball at random spots or he starts ripping them from deep when there's no chance. I mean... If you really want a telltale sign, look at the shot chart of New England to ours. Almost all of New England shots were within the box, minus maybe four or five. And almost all of ours were from outside. It's not a winning recipe, unless you have snipers out there that are capable of banging them home and not putting them 10 yards over the net. I mean, hell, Sergey took a shot from outside last night. That's how desperate we were to find any spark. Mm-hmm. And that shot was, <laughs> it was ugly. I think it went up I think it went up second tier, honest to god, in Gillette Stadium. So um again, okay, not a great initial Hey, how you doing? From the Inter Miami organization to the potential new fans, but we have to move forward.
1: We do. We do. And um Yeah, man. You know, statistically like this wasn't even a bad game. It's just it's crazy. It you know, I do wanna give praise to Ian Frey. Another great show, and the two just has so much potential from coming out of, you know, his comfort area as a center back to more in that CDM role. And he's not playing like a traditional CDM, man. Like he's going to get up there and and, and make some stuff happen. Incredibly great with his feet, uh, with his ability to change. And we all know that he's not afraid to rip him. But, I mean, even statistically wise, like, you know, possession, 56% our way. I don't think we were really expecting that. You know, England's got a really great team. Some a lot of experience in the midfield, which is clearly something we we're lacking. Um, you know, but like shots pretty accurate. I mean, the, the, the same, you know, total passing wise, we had 542, they only had 419. We were more accurate with our passes, we had more crosses, um, more duels won, you know, like there's just we had more tackles won. I mean, everything was there. We did get a lot of yellow cards, it seemed like that at one point. I think basically the entire defense was was carded up at one point, so. Uh, pretty sketchy out there but uh three one you know not not great for sure um it didn't really take uh take too long to get things rolling and once they did oh man was it uh was it in, in fact rolling 27th minute Carlos Hill gets a pK a pK that was awarded from um I don't want to say a horrible mistake but a pretty significant mistake I think. Uh, DeAndre Yedlin should have known better than crossing him off, cutting him off rather in the box. Like there's no other outcome of that besides the penalty. Um, I understand there were some other, you know, individuals that probably put him in a bad position to do that, but you know, that's coming up and Carlos Hill. I mean, that guy is just a stud. So he's coming up on the penalty spot. It's it's very high chance he's scoring. Uh, didn't take long. And then in the 34th minute is when Coco went down and, break of probably what i don't know five six minutes it felt like five minutes yeah um and then you know some people said oh that's kind of poor sportsmanship because like literally right after you know the drop ball setup up it's it's just uh, a, another goal by Polster, an assist by gill beautifully placed header beautifully beautifully placed header and uh accurate cross by 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 carlos heel um which is i hate seeing that because we don't have that person that can serve the accurate the accurate cross but again carlos heel is that dude uh then the fouls come we make some changes uh once coco went down robbie taylor came on and robbie taylor can inject some energy he does have those uh probably four i'm not gonna say five star skill moves but he's got a solid four star skill move set up and um Trying to breathe life life in there right after halftime basically. Uh Pizarro comes on for uh, for Benha Kramashi and um and then the 51st minute, Bobby Wood. Bobby Wood, man. <laughs> That's comes in near post on Drake and 3-0, and that was it, right? I mean, it was probably that was probably it after the, the going down 2-0 in the first half. Then uh Frey comes out for Campana. We're obviously gonna push more. And credit to Javier Morales, credit to him making those changes to get more attackers on the field because we're down 3 0. I'm not sure we see that with Phil. He probably tries to ride it out uh, a little, little longer. Game goes on. Ugly, ugly. We had some chances. Can't finish him. Can't get the ball. Uh, and then we do get a lucky hand me down, uh, pity, <laughs> pity goal, I guess, uh, PK. Um, and Martinez snatches that one immediately uh, after Campana missed it against the Red Bulls. So, you know, shout out to to Joseph for just saying, nope, I'll handle this one. He gets it Simpson the wrong way. Nice little stutter. Scores, 3-1. I jokingly said now we're making a comeback, but that, uh, again, was a pure joke. Game finishes out. Quite a bit of extra of added time in both halves, and um, just another all-around Uh, disappointing disheartening and um thank god of the news earlier this week because you know that's keeping everyone's spirits high because this would give us this equates to another six game losing streak so the second six game losing streak of the season and uh we do get a break to try and regroup and get some of the players back from injuries so that's a good sign but overall man what were your thoughts
0: um you kind of already touched on it extremely disappointed um i always expect a lot of the young guns and i think tonight is a night where we expected too much i uh, openly admit that we already touched on it don't want to beat a dead horse uh you know i love my academy guys and i always backed them 110 percent but tonight was a night where we just expected too too much out of them uh shout out to ian you know i'm glad to see him back out there i think you and i are are ecstatic to see him performing. Uh, He got robbed of two years, which is unfair to him. But maybe those two years helped him to grow mentally uh, through some pretty devastating times for any young athlete. Just
1: imagine if he had those two years of playing
0: under his belt, Mm -hmm. though, man. Ooh, he would be Mm -hmm. a serious threat yeah we probably would have wasted his talents and shipped them off but i mean anyways <laughs> no but you know what i i'm also loving me some david ruiz you know i love the aggression in him imagine if we can put a harness on that and have two pit bulls in the middle with gregory and him whoo it's gonna be a good old time uh one player we failed to touch on shout out eddie ascona getting some play yeah, time. yeah yeah uh, I'm, I'm i'm thrilled for eddie uh i He's probably the first Inter-Miami game-worn jersey I actually have from the Juneteenth way back when. I have that in a box. I'm waiting to hang it up here very soon. Uh, he's been balling out for the Dominican Republic, so it's awesome to see him get some playing time. Uh, in terms of our starters, Chris McVeigh, what happened to you? The own goal uh, against New York City really put some bad juju on this guy. He had a phenomenal season last year, and he just looks like a shell of his former self. Uh, Sergei doing Sergey things in the middle. No problem there. Uh, big ups to our boy, Drake calendar. Once again, he was the one out there calming Joseph down when he was screaming at the heavens during the, uh, Coco Jean injury break. Uh, he, he was the one having conversations with him. It was shown pretty, uh, pretty clearly on the, uh, broadcast what he was saying to him. Uh, <laughs> but other than, yeah, other than that, um, I do want to point out one thing. Stop hating on Robbie Taylor. I know i'm a robbie taylor fan i know i'm always gonna back robbie taylor but he went out there and did everything he could to to try and make something happen and he's the one that's catching a flack online i i just don't understand how that's playing out but you know what it is what it is um I'm, I'm just ready to move on from this i really don't have anything more to add than that it's Try to stay positive, and it's really, really tough for that. I, oh, hey, you know what? I will say, congratulations, Joseph. He did move past Taylor Twelman all for 10th all time. He officially owns the 10th spot with 102 goals. So uh, shout out to him, major ups, uh, well-deserved.
1: Agreed. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see, number one, I mean, how long will we have, Joseph, right? But uh, it's only 30 years old, man. You know, I mean he can play at a high level still, you know, he's still making a comeback from those uh the knee injuries and everything. But, you know, he should really have, you know, three, four years left in the tank and what who's who's I think what Kai Kamara's in second, getting really close to uh to overtaking. So there's a solid chance if Joseph can can find a solid form for the next, you know, three, four years, whether it be with us or with uh with someone else, that he could make a push to potentially become the the MLS leading goal scorer
0: yep so kamara right now is in now this was as of a while ago but still kai kamara is in third Third, at the time of this posting he had 149 goals um that's gone up because this only shows joseph at 107 uh but with that being said uh we just gonna have quite a climb because there's quite a gap between where he's at and where some of the other players are at, like Rozov, Wright, Phillips, Moreno, Cunningham, Kamara, Donovan. And I would be genuinely shocked if anybody catches the wonderful man himself, uh storied career, fantastic striker in my opinion, wonderful player of the ball. So with that being said, you know, just gonna make a just gonna make a push, but it's gonna be one of those. uh it's it's gonna be tough for him to, to push too too far without getting some support and maybe even getting a change of scenery. I hate saying that already, but uh, with the end friends like we always allude to, he might be looking for a change of scenery because the club the club sounds like they're gonna stick with Leo for the long term. So,
1: and I mean, like here's the thing, dude. He, like in terms of he's got such an advantage in in matches played. Um, I mean. You know, almost everyone on this list is is well over the 200 mark. A lot of them at over 300. And, you know, Wando, 419. Kai Kamara, 421. So, you know, Joseph still has a lot of time on the side. That'll be something just, just interesting uh, to watch. But, yeah, you know, hey, again, as we said in the beginning, the only way to go from here is up. It really can't get much worse. Uh, we do, again, obviously Messi, heavily linked to Tata Martino. Um, heavily linked with Luis Suarez, with Angel De Maria. And now you're seeing this Neymar stuff come up, which, you know, again, David Beckham did interview Neymar like two years ago, something like that. And Neymar said, yes, you know, I'll come play for Miami. Albeit they were laughing, so who knows how much of a joke that is or if it really does happen. But it wouldn't. I honestly would not be surprised if – You know, Neymar was here in a year, year and a half, something like that. There's been crazy things that have happened. Uh, Anton Griezmann, again, you know, is going to want to come over to the MLS on his next stop. I believe he's under contract till 2026 with Athletico, but they might make some changes. So we're going to need it. But, uh, you know, keep your heads up. Let's just keep riding this this messy news because it makes us feel good and makes us happy because it's been so much pain. Oh, buddy boy. So we have had some moves that have been made. Obviously, we discussed last week that uh, Victor Yoya would be making a move, uh, first reported uh, by Franco, uh, and mentioned to us on the uh, Battered Herons podcast, and then um, the Robbie Robinson news came out. Uh, But just this week, not too long after Messi, it was announced that our new shiny toy that we got from the Red Bulls, who was supposed to be basically the Red Bulls version of of bryce duke right and all the the la fans that were so mad to see him go where there will there were equally mad red bull fans to see jake LaCava go and come to us didn't really give him any playing time albeit you know on some intermind me two action but not uh not the first team so we didn't really get to see what we had but it was announced that we are loaning him to the Tampa Bay Rowdies for the remainder of the season. He has played for Tampa Bay uh, before, so they're very happy to have him back. Obviously, they had some, you know, highlight reels they shared on that announcement. But uh, there's going to be more to come. What are your thoughts on on Jake? Are you bummed that we didn't really get to see him on the first team?
0: Yeah, I, I've been high on him for a little bit. Uh, I thought maybe with some of the injuries we'd get to see him. Uh, but it sounds like uh, Schneider's pretty much going to be the go-to guy if we bring anybody out and up. Uh, I will say, I think the Rowdies fans were more pissed, were more upset that he went to us than the Red Bull fans were more upset. You know what I mean? Like, they they seem to take it a lot harder than the Red Bull fans. They don't want Tampa Bay Rowdies being affiliated with Inter-Miami from what it seems like. So, you know what? Jake's back at home where he's going to be appreciated for a little bit. I'm happy for him. Hopefully we give him some burn. If not, maybe he's one of those ones who look like to offload and make a chunk of change for a team that wants him. So, Second loan um, spell. Uh, his yeah. first
1: loan spell, 34 appearances and 13 goals. So, uh, again, he, he only he only played for Intermind Me 2 six times, and he did score one. So, hopefully he can go uh, back to Tampa to find that beautiful form, get another, you know, half year of experience under his belt. He's still growing, still maturing as well, and honing his craft. So, hopefully he, he benefits over there, and then we can uh, experience – uh kind of reaping those said benefits when he does come back to the team if he comes back to the team because per our source it's going to be a very exciting summer so i expect quite a few moves here is there any other uh moves that are on on the radar or anything that you've heard that we haven't covered yet
0: yeah so absolutely israel boat right and lawson sunderland both got short-term loan agreements from Inter-Miami 2 to Inter-Miami, and were actually available for yesterday's match. They didn't get any burn, but hey, you know what, good on them for getting the contract. Uh, Boatwright is 18, he made his debut for Inter-Miami 2 in 2022. Uh, Sunderland is 21 and joined Inter-Miami 2 ahead of the 2022 seasons. Uh, Sunderland has made 30 appearances, 25 of them starts. He scored three goals and registered to assist. Uh, Sunderland has previously been called up by the U.S. Youth National Team, the U18 side, while Boatwright has represented both the DR youth and senior level teams. Uh, He actually just played for the Dominican Republic U20 National Team at the FIFA U20 World Cup. So, uh, you know, as we always talk about, our young players are cooking. Our young players are doing stuff on the international stage at their respective age levels. Uh, You know, good on you. Talking about making moves, Schneider-Borgian was called up to the Haitian Uh, National team for training camp for the 2023 CONCACAF Gold Cup. Uh, So, you know, good on him for that. And Modesto Mendez has been called up for the Cuban national team for the 2023 CONCACAF Gold Cup. Uh, In terms of prelims, Benjamin Donato and Sebastian Otero have been called up to the Puerto Rican side for the 2023 CONCACAF Gold Cup prelims. So a lot of moves for the younger players, a lot of good exposure on the national stage. Uh, you know I know the DR squad with Eddie and uh, Boatwright balled out at the U-20. I believe Eddie scored the first uh, goal for the Dominican U20 side ever at that uh, at the World Cup stage. so yeah, awesome, awesome awesome uh, times for the youth players awesome uh, you know use of their talents and they're they're getting out there getting their names known and helping grow or helping not only themselves grow but their teammates grow. It's going to be good for everybody involved.
1: Excellent, excellent, good stuff all around. There is some positivity uh, around the club, but uh, we'll keep going, man. I mean, enjoy the the two week break here. Watch that that nation league, whatever whatever country you root for. Go watch it. It's a good time, man. It's a good time. I want to see if uh, the U.S. can kind of repeat, go back to back, hold their crown, but there's going to be uh, a lot of good games. And that'll uh, be a nice little interesting break before we get back into the MLS regular season. Um, and, you know, we're, we're going to play a few games and then we're going to go on another break for the league's cup, which is the MLS and Liga MX, um, which is the Mexican league for all of our new listeners. So a little kind of joint uh, American and Mexican league competition. Uh, and that will, uh, what start the, our first game is the 21st against Cruz Azul. That's the one everyone expects Messi to be there. So the least cups going to have a lot of, a lot of extra eyes on it, but coming uh, out of this break for the nation's league. I know there's a lot of, a lot of league being used in these, these tournaments, but, uh, we're going to come out, we're going to play Philly. We're going to get to that next week. And then, uh, it's Austin, Columbus, DC, St. Louis, not an easy five game stretch, not easy at all uh it looks like a couple midweek games in there as well but um yeah man you know hey hang on we're gonna see a lot of good news popping up we're gonna see some sad news we're probably gonna lose some players that you know we are fond of we have grown attached to or we have high hopes for but that's the nature of the beast when you sign Messi, and he's bringing his friends
0: yeah, it's not going to be an easy stretch, and as I already alluded to. I will be live, posting live on the Instagram and Twitter accounts from Subaru Park, one of my favorite venues to go to, not because I'm a Closet Philly fan, as Jay would like to mention to everybody, mm-hmm. but because it is one of the easiest places to get tickets for and is the uh, best place to pick up some graphs for the kiddo. He loves adding to his collection of, uh, of a man cave that makes most grown men cry, so... It's, uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, no easy games in there, and it could be a very long stretch once again for us Inter-Miami fans.
1: Fair. Fair. Well, I mean, you know, we can sit here and talk in circles about um, disappointment, but uh, what do you got? You got anything exciting up your sleeve? You want to roll into uh, – uh...
0: We got some league action. Uh, can we talk about Zelly's uh, oh. ridiculous attempt from 22 miles out to win the game in the <laughs> 93rd minute? Like, I know – I, I, I have an affinity for Zelly. I think you and I both love a good creative attacking midfield. There's no, there's no secret about that. We do. But to have the vision to just look up and say, ooh, he's off his line. I got this. And it had pinpoint accuracy. The keeper could do nothing about it. It was an absolute scorcher. Uh, LAFC, they're not looking too hot right now, my man down uh four nil to houston last night after getting bounced What was it in the uh, Con- was the Concacaf champions league they got bounced or at least they're down substantially so no, they, they, I mean, they lost
1: in the in the concaf champions league soon to be concaf champions cup but yeah they're struggling yeah. i mean they're still you know their team still has a lot of quality players I'm, I'm sure they will figure it out you know it's not like they're hitting their second six game losing streak of the season
0: Well, I mean, not everybody can be that skilled to do that. But Zellie, yeah,
1: taking it from from midfield, game winner. Game winner, dude. The man just pulled up Dame Lillard style, said game. Game over. It's done. And,
0: And did the Messi celebration. Ripped off his jersey. It. Oh yeah, uh, yeah held yeah, it up. It. Number ten, pulling it out in front of yeah, everybody. Right. That was, the... and then if you're looking for another stellar goal to check out from today's action, yes, Saint I Louis. Yep, beat me to it. Go, Saint Louis, ball in from. I do believe it was our own Indy Vasilev. It was. And forgive me, I do say believe it. these.
1: Go try. I do you want try?
0: Gioacchini. Hey. hey. Gioacchini. Nicholas. He, uh, it was like a. And correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, Jay. It was almost like a half scorpion, half back heel. It, it was just a strike, and it was just a beautiful strike. It was, I yeah, get I, anything on it.
1: Yeah, or sorry, uh, Joachini. You got it. That's pretty, pretty good. I like how they have the breakdown of the pronunciation. I mean, it's an audio format fan they can't see the italian hand you're thrown but i will announce maybe that. soon if we launch yeah. our youtube channel
0: our YouTube. <laughs> only 22 years old yeah uh
1: to me it looked like you know like the ball uh you know it, the ball was was coming in the air and you know it hit the ground it was kind of like a half volley flick over his shoulder like slightly reminiscent to like that that Thierry henry goal kind of over his shoulder but like just beautiful goal here's the interesting thing who's going to win goal of the week now because those are two in any other week if those two goals don't exist in the same week either of those goals is going to win that what do you it's think
0: zelly zelly's a game winner it's going to have to be zellies it's got to be zellies it's a game winner from beyond the half field no 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 disrespect to Gioacchini. i can't get it right the second time Look, at i screwed that up yeah yeah, yeah that uh doing the hands over here but no disrespect to him it, it wasn't a winner, and I think they're going to heavily weigh the fact that a game winner over a draw, a tying goal in this situation.
1: That's a fair point. But MLS, MLS has done some strange things we don't necessarily understand, so we will see. Uh, we'll find out soon enough, a couple of days. I'm sure the, they're going to announce the, uh, the goal of the week. Uh, but, man, two really quality goals. Must be nice to have that on your team.
0: I mean, we have Joseph who just goes to you know back heel or scorpion kick or bicycle kick anything at this point. So and maybe one day it'll fall down for the for us, but I don't for
1: know. I'll say it again. I, I believe the goal of the year in the MLS last year was well, was Joseph's bicycle kick, which was struck mm. with venom. So I don't know, we'll see. Um keep it rolling. Oh, one more, go ahead.
0: No, we got one last thing for us to cover today, Jay. We have only fans.
1: Well, I was going to segue into it, but I thought you had something well,
0: else MLS related. First off, if you joined our halftime and post game show on Discord, uh, you got to answer or you got to ask a lot of questions we may have already touched on. So, you know, make sure you're joining us there. We're going to be doing it at every game. It's a good time. You get to ask your questions. You get to grill us, and you get to see what we sound like when we had a few beers in our system. So, <laughs> it's a good old time. Jay, we have one really good question for today. And this is going to what make you think. It? If you, either one of us, were in Javi Morales's position as interim coach, you had the same problems the squad has, how would you set the team to best succeed tactically, starting lineup and or formation?
1: I've yeah, dude, I I've, I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks actually. I I think in the move here, right, in in kind of what we've played a lot, probably arguably, our most played formation has been the 4 2 3 1 throughout the existence of Inter Miami. Diego Alonso was a 4 2 3 1 guy. Phil did that a lot. We would rotate sometimes, go two up top, you know, however you want to cut it. What I would do here, because what do we got to lose, bro? We can only get better. I would go full Pep Guardiola, I would go full Man City invert that instead of four two three one invert that and i would go three two four one literally look at our lineup flip that on its head and that's what i would do obviously calendar is going to be our goalie i think we just go three pure backs we would have sergey we would have kamal and we would have yedlin or arguably even like mcveigh right midfield we're going to go dixon arroyo ian Frey, maybe david Ruiz, because we're going to have four midfielders right and the, the the issue this team has had is a lot of it's with midfield a lot of it is with midfield so i think if we flood more midfielders in there with only one striker up top we're going to rotate between yosef and campana and we're going to sub them probably 60th minute every game just alternate it right find out who really fits um, now who are those four midfielders? That would be like the most interesting question. I would be pretty open to even having Negri slide up there on the, on the left wing. If Deandre, if we're not going to play him as the, the right back in the three, he can even play on that, that, that right side. But I mean, there's a lot of room in there for Stefanelli, Kermoschke, um, Robbie Taylor would be great as a right wing and just try and control the midfield as much as possible and see how that works out see how that works out because a lot of times you know the defense does have its lapses but i just think if we had more midfielders in there and you know probably gonna have to to sit some of the younger guys because we're gonna need to pick experience in some of some of these instances but you know you could even have ian Frey up there you could have pizarro taylor stefanelli um, there are options there. You could even, if you wanted to get it really crazy, you could start Campana and then have Joseph up on the wing. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. I think it would address the glaring concern of uh, the midfield stability. Um, a lot of our runs, like they're those marauding runs up the middle, like Ian Frey was doing them a lot from the CDM role, but I just think if you had more control and comfort in the midfield, it'd be something interesting to see. So flip it on the head. flip the, the thing, go full Pep Guardiola, Three at the back, two CDMs, four mids, one attacker. That's what I would do. What would you do?
0: All right. I'm gonna pull uh I'm gonna pull out of the closet of what I know here. I'm going base 4-4-2. I'm going, I'm going Sir Alex Ferguson 4-4-2. We're gonna have pivoting wing backs with our wingers. So we're gonna have them get into attack, and when they go into attack, our wingers slide back in. We're gonna have two holding deep playmaking midfielders we're going to have our two attackers up top that are going to be tasked with making the most happen with what they can all right when we go into the defensive mindset i would slide into exactly what you're already talking about that's a perfect formation for a defensive mindset we're going to go ahead and uh, give give our center attacking one of our center mids. We're gonna allow them to slide up into the center attacking mid. Have two out wide, go one up top, four across the middle. And then when we go into an attacking sense, I'm going to say we go back to a four four two. But instead of having your two deep playmakers, you're gonna bump one of them into almost like a center attacking role. Let one of them maraud. Have one of your playmakers stay back and kind of swing into that CDM role. But it's still gonna hold that four four two shape if that makes sense. I'd also make sure that we are we are more centralized, we're more compact. We let them have the wing, but we're not gonna let them to cut through us like a hot knife through butter. That's the key to all of this. I don't disagree with any of your player choices, so I'm not even gonna get into that, but tactically and formationally, I'm gonna say that we stick with a 4-4-2, uh, and then either defensively or, or attacking, we, we change what it looks like. Because I think with in a world and I could be wrong, you know, and somebody might laugh their ass off at me and whatever. So be it. But I think that we have so many crazy formations right now going back to the basics and just having those pivoting wingers and and backs might help. If everybody plays centrally, everybody plays close. You can you can play on the wing all day. If you can't get the ball in the middle, it doesn't matter. So that's what I would do.
1: I, I also like that because I think that's more natural to the players that we have. Our, our standard starters would be more comfortable playing in that 4-4-2. Four, four, but, you know, what do both of ours have in common? We're basically rolling with, with four midfielders pushing up. And, um, you know, if we were to go the, the three at the back, two, four one, you know, like I said, you could even play Yedlin and Negri as those wingers in that formation. And they could, you know pivot back to to make a four-back line or both draw back and, and get five at the back when needed. So, um, all right, man, I, I like that. It's slightly different, but I think uh, our heads are in a, a, a similar place. So, I like that. Good stuff, bud.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know what? That's the only question I have for you today. It was pretty light because, again, not to say it one more time, but we had our halftime and post-game discussion in our Discord channel. Make sure you guys jump in, join. We keep sharing at least once every other day, sharing our Discord link uh, on Twitter. So please make sure you are checking it out and joining us.
1: All right. All right, buddy. We finally did it. We finally did a sub-45-minute episode. Look at us.
0: Look at us. Look at us. Can you
1: believe it? The amount of times we've said, oh, we can keep this 30, 45 minutes and it's hour, hour 15 minutes. Anyway, well done, buddy. Well done. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to the Inter Miami podcast. If you do not already follow us on Twitter at InterMIA podcast on Instagram at InterMiami podcast. We'll reiterate that one more time. Thank you for all the new love we've received on Twitter. Make sure you follow the Instagram as well. That's where the majority of the reels, uh, stories, live video, stuff that is going on around the stadium is being shared too. So you don't want to miss out on that stuff. But we will be back uh, next week. We'll dive a little bit deeper into the Philadelphia game. Probably we'll have some more player acquisitions, moves, rumors to discuss. Uh, what else you got, buddy? I see uh, you got one more thing.
0: Yeah, make sure you are checking out our uh, new article series by our one and only Caden. Yep. If you're from new to the team, he did a phenomenal job putting together an article about what the team is about, what they've been through, what we've seen, what we've gone through, which is pretty much tears and, and pain at this point. But, hey, check it all out. Uh, give him a like. Re- reshare it uh, and if you're on our social media please reshare our stuff and, and like our stuff drop a comment what you like what you don't like We're we got thick skin over here we're not afraid so please 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 let us know and uh, we appreciate every single one of you.
1: exactly and you know that was something that uh, a lot of people on on Twitter reach out to us about hey can you guys you know share some information on you know who is history or who is inter what what's the history or you know tell us about the MLS how it operates how the, the salary cap and all these strange foreign American rules you have in place go so we will be uh doing our best to uh, explain that to all the the newly acquired um Inter Messi fans basically but um stay tuned for all that we'll be back soon and as we end every single episode vamos miami
0: vamos miami vamos messi see sí.